what's happening guys hopefully um we get some people in the room it's uh 11 35 where i'm at uh the misha tate versus um caitlin catlin Vieira went down got some thoughts on that fight hopefully we get some people in there to to talk about it otherwise i might just start rambling I think a lot of people are watching that boxing match right now. In that case, anyway, I'll just ramble on the fight. Um, all right, so um, what do I start with this one? I mean, t- to me, it looked like same old Misha Tate. Um, you know, there was like this notion out there that uh, Misha Tate's like, you know, she came back like vastly improved. And uh, I mean, her fitness levels definitely increased. She looks, she looks way more fit now, way more ripped. Um, her striking definitely improved, improved some, but for the most part, it kind of looked like same old, same old Misha Tate and Ketlin Vieira. I mean, I feel like Ketlin Vieira could have possibly finished Tate. She landed some great punches on her. There was one punch in, in particular. It was um, an uppercut. It was just nasty. I think it was like a rear up, rear uppercut. <clears throat> Ketlin just slipped it in when they were exchanging in the pocket. And um, <clears throat> let me clear my throat one sec. And it was just nasty. It was just nasty. Um, I was really impressed with uh, <laughs> Misha Tate's chin. Actually, she's always had a great chin, but she just ate that thing. It was it was a nasty punch, and I'm sure it would have put a lot of females out. Um, but yeah, Catlin Vieira. I mean, uh, definitely posed more of a threat in the stand up. Uh, Misha Tate. She, I wouldn't say she looked in survival mode, but she looked. I mean, she looked a little bit frantic, like a little bit of desperation mode on some level to like um, score takedown because she was getting pieced up. And I I know like on the scorecards, I think it was close. I think the numbers were close, but you didn't see a mark on Ketlin Vieira's face. Um, (laughs) It looked like she went for like a jog. You know, there was nothing going on with her face. Misha Tate's face was a wreck. She looked like that one time Cowboy Cerrone had a, you know, giant busted swollen eye and her face was like, it just looked like a, a mess of ketchup on her face. I mean, her skin is kind of prone to, to get damaged easily anyway. But yeah, Misha, I mean, after seeing that performance, I mean, Catlin Vieira, um, you know, powerful punches, formidable stand-up, definitely dangerous. And if she did that did that to Misha Tate, uh, pff, you better believe that Amanda Nunez would put a serious hurting on her. And, you know, I know Misha was setting the bar really high to compete against um, Amanda Nunez. She feels like she could dethrone her. And uh, I didn't see it. I did not see it tonight. Um, I think if that was Nunez in there instead of Catlin Vieira, I think I think um, Nunez would have finished her. Nunez would have got her out of there probably by the second round. <clears throat> My man Goldman, what's up, Jesus? Um, <clears throat> man, I think this card sucked tonight. 
One sec, bro. One sec. My dude, um, I was out most of, most of the day. Um, basically, my nephew and niece came over. They're, they're spending the night. And uh, we went to pick up some some goods and stuff and snacks. We went to, like, um, pick up Christmas decorations and whatnot. And I was out, like, most of, most of the day and stuff like that. So I missed pretty much, like, all the fights. I just caught the Misha Tate and um, Catlin Vieira fight, bro. And... Uh, I mean, for a main event, uh, you know, props to them regardless. You know what I mean? Cage fighters. That's awesome. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. For a main event, I don't know. Um, no knockouts. Second time since 2007. Holy shit, dude. Seriously? Not one knockout on that whole card. How did, um, dude, did you see, um, Adrian Yanez? How did he do? Um, I really like that dude, man. I'm so impressed with Adrian Yanez in general. Like, I think he has so much potential, bro. But continuing my rant on Misha Tate. Misha Tate. Excuse me. She didn't look terrible, but she definitely don't have nothing for Amanda Nunes. That's for sure. Like Amanda Nunes would body her within the first two rounds. <clears throat> um, I don't think she would take Nunes down. She don't have nothing for her on the feet. She'll just get just battered. Um, I mean, honestly, I think Vieira could have could have got her, got her out of there, but you know, she was kind of like tentative a little bit because like Misha was like threatening with um with her right hand. She landed quite a few good right hands, but like Misha just don't got power like that. So I feel like that chick was just eating them. And if she had a little bit more confidence and didn't respect Misha, you know, that much, I think she would have finished her. <clears throat> Misha definitely looked like she was, she was like, um, again, like not survival mode. It's hard to, to use the right words, but, um, um, the right words don't come to mind. I mean, let's just say, let's just say survival mode. Um, Ghost says, uh, Giannis was a banger. Dude, it was. <clears throat> Damn, bro, I gotta check it out. I gotta check that fight out. Who did he fight again, man? Um, yeah, yeah, Mini Masvidal's the man. That that dude got so much potential, man. His boxing is free, is freaking sick. I mean, obviously, I don't watch tonight's fight, so I don't know how he looked tonight, but uh, he's real slick. Ghost says nobody has nothing for Nunes. Yeah, bro. I mean, the only person I really got anything for Amanda's not even in the same division. Um. You know, that's Amanda Shevchenko. And it sucks because, <clears throat> you know, if it wasn't for Shevchenko's, like, um, you know, her stature being, like, a little bit undersized for Nunes, um, she she might be able to beat her, you know. But it's like that little, like, not only is Nunes freaking great, I mean, obviously, but she has a size and strength advantage over Shevchenko. And I think that's what's kind of, you know, gives her the edge in those matchups with her. Um, I gotta rewatch the second fight. I mean, everybody thinks that Shevchenko won. <clears throat> I have to really sit down and analyze and watch that fight and draw my own conclusion on that one. <clears throat> Go says Yana's boxing uh, boxing style reminds me of uh, Poirier somehow. <clears throat> I know what you're saying, bro. You know what it is. 
And tell me if you see this. It's like, and this is going to sound funny, but it's like his straight posture. Like, cause Poirier got this, this way of boxing. It looks like <laughs> he boxes like he's like a 55 year old man that hurt his back when he was 30. You know what I mean? Like he got like a super straight back, like posture, like really upright. Uh, and like when he throws hooks, it looks funny cause his back, there's like no, no hunch to his back whatsoever. It's just like a stiff back when he throws, you know, it's funny, man. Um, and Giannis kind of has like a similar style. I don't know why they box like that. Like, I, I'm trying to think of like, what's the, the benefit, um, because having your chin straight up and out like that, um, you know, it's, I mean, it's not good in striking. You could get caught. That's why you're supposed to tuck your chin and, um, you know, kind of shield your chin with that lead, um, shoulder. But nah, man, they, they box like, like super upright. <laughs> it looks funny, but it works for them. <clears throat> oh, you know what? I wonder if it's the bait guys. I wonder if it's to freaking bait guys in to get them to exchange. And then, um, you know, cause you're looking at him and it looks like his chin is all out there. And then like they counter, I, I don't know. I think Izzy kind of does that sometimes. What's up tail Nunes versus Valentina too, uh, was a little bit boring to, to, to be honest. <clears throat> was it bro? I honestly don't remember it. Uh, I have to watch it. I mean, I seen, I seen bits of it. Uh, Edno, what's up, Edno? Big old, uh, big old back DC. <laughs> what the heck is that? Was that like an inside joke tonight or something like that? I, I know, um, DC crashed somebody's, um, the dude who fought, um, Michael Chiesa, he crashed his post fight. And I guess he got his name wrong or something like that. Something was, uh, you know, going down along those lines. Ghost says Mike Tyson had that posture too. Iron Mike, uh, yeah, he did. He actually did. When um when Mike would get in like in the pocket and close range, remember he would like um <clears throat> he will crouch real low and kind of like like turn angles on you and just wind up on your right or on your left and just crash you. Uh, but yeah, his back was like super straight, hundred percent, dude. <clears throat> Let me grab this uh, you know, laugh. I'm drinking seltzer water. Trying to cut back on soda and stuff like that. One second, guys. Let me just grab this. <coughs> All right, I'm back. I'm back. Um, Edno says, um, okay, cool, man. Thanks for clarifying. Um, by the way, guys, Mike, Mike test, Mike check. Mike's coming in good. No feedback. I'm sounding, you know, loud enough and clear. Uh, DC said that. Uh, said that about Poirier. Oh, he did, dude? Yeah, okay, so some dudes just have, like, big torsos. Um, Poirier just has, like, a big mid midsection, so does Habib. They got weird bodies like that. Like, for lightweight, like, Dustin got, like, a real thick trunk. Um, Connor's, like, the opposite. Connor got, like, a super small waist. And it's funny because... um. And, and there's like great grapplers that are like thinner too, like that have like small joints and, and, you know, small waist and stuff like that for sure, for sure. But I think overall, like, I, I don't think it's conducive to like wrestling or grappling to have like a smaller, like trunk and torso. 
I think the bigger core you have and the stronger, like, is definitely better for grappling. But, um, nah, this, but there's definitely some lanky guys, like, with, um, weird long gorilla arms that actually do, like, really well in the grappling department. Tail says, what do you think of Sean Brady's ceiling, um, is after fighting Kiesa? <clears throat> Honestly, Tell, I, um, you got into the live like um a little bit after starting. I was talking to uh Goat about it and um I missed like all the fights, bro. <clears throat> I was out shopping with um my niece and nephew and my girlfriend and um by the time I got in and we settled and stuff like that, I just got to catch the uh Misha Tate versus um Vieira fight. Um I'm gonna have to recap them like tomorrow or something like that. Or maybe maybe even after this live. Actually, heck, I could probably hop on um <clears throat> YouTube right now and check out some highlights. <clears throat> I can't really post them, but let me see if I find a highlight of uh Kiesa versus um What's my man's name again? Jesus. Oh Sean Brady, Sean Brady, duh. Oh I mean give me like a little recap, guys. What happened? Did did he piece up Kiesa? Because Kiesa, I mean, he's looking pretty good at welterweight. I mean, <clears throat> all right. I found like a like a little highlight thing. Let me just look at this real quick. I'm going to still be here with you guys. I'm actually going to shrink this window so I could. Uh, all right. I'm watching it right now. <clears throat> Man, Kiesa is a big welterweight, huh? That's crazy, man. That that dude used to box at. Uh, I mean, he used to fight at one fifty five. He was just killing himself. Oh, I see an eye poke happen. Okay, so I see that a that an eye poke occurred. Kiesa was throwing like um, probing with the jab and the southpaw, you know, stance. Is Kiesa southpaw in general? So is orthodox versus southpaw, huh? <clears throat> oh my God, I see. I see Brady with a takedown on Kiesa. Kiesa got back up. I'm just watching a highlight right now. It's it's a it's a short one. Okay. Alright, so from what I'm watching right here, it looks like Brady's doing work with the grappling. Okay. Okay. Ghost says boring decision, man. Not much back and forth. Okay, so I already see where this fight's going. Let me guess. I'm not even near done with this highlight, but it was like some striking and then just scrambles with the grappling, right? And then Brady could like kind of outworked him. <clears throat> That's what I'm guessing. Let me fast forward a little bit to the later rounds. Yeah, I mean, that's what it looks like. I see Brady got a hold of him in a clinch position against the cage in the second round. He's working for a takedown. Wow, that's crazy that he's out grappling Kiesa. What's what's uh Brady's background? Is he like a black belt in BJJ? <clears throat> oh yeah, he dominated Michael Kiesa on the ground. I I see he has his back in the third. Uh let me just look at his um let me look up his background right now. Actually I could probably pull this up. <clears throat> Hold on guys, let me see if I could uh Pull this up. 
just to make the the uh, stream a little bit more entertaining so i'm not just like looking at stuff and you guys don't know what the heck i'm i'm doing uh oh never mind it's not letting me that sucks <clears throat> Let me see if I can get it to work now. Damn, this is so freaking annoying. <clears throat> I use OBS and this shit's like freaking buggy, man. It doesn't work right all the time. <clears throat> Alright, let me see some of the comments. Um, Till... Uh, he's a black belt in BJJ. Okay, okay. Brady was a CFCC champ, undefeated, good prospect. Wow. Oh, dude, is he undefeated, like, in general? I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. That's definitely a prospect right there. Anyway, I can't get this, uh... This Chrome extension to work, so I can't show my screen, but <clears throat> let me just look them up right now real quick. All right, so Sean Brady defeats Michael Chiesa decision. <clears throat> He's from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He's 28. The man's in his prime. Oh, my God. I remember when I was 28. Good times, good times. Uh, Goat says he's 14 and 0. Wow. That's awesome. Okay, I'm looking at his professional record. Dude, he's actually 15 and 0. I guess with that Kiesa win, he's 15 and 0. He's a welterweight standing at 5 foot 9. So he's a, he's a little bit, um, I mean, 5 9 is great for lightweight. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's like, you know, welterweights around that height, but, He's probably like on the mm, mid to like shorter welter now, now for like the guys that are out now. So he's five foot nine. He's he's basically like a little uh, tank. Uh, 170 pound welterweight division. Right now he's number 14 in the welterweight rankings in the UFC. <clears throat> he is um, Semper Fi MMA. That's pretty cool. Uh, Henzo Gracie Philly. Okay, so he's a he's a BJJ black belt under Daniel Gracie. So he's a Gracie black belt. So the the common trait with the Gracie black belts is um very very technically proficient. You know, great fundamentals. Not like a lot of fancy stuff. You're not gonna see him doing crazy. You know, Eddie Bravo, Tenth Planet type guards and you know zombie control, like all this weird stuff. I'm not saying it's not effective, but um, the Gracie lineage, they do like really clean jujitsu. It's like classic. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of people that have the philosophy of stick to the basics. Like that's like life and with fighting and you really can't go wrong with it. Damn. So this dude got, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, five fights in the UFC. He's five and oh, and, um, two finishes. He beat Jake Matthews via arm triangle choke and 
Christian Christian Aguilera Aguilera um via guillotine. Damn, that's pretty good, man. Um I definitely want to see more of him. His stand up looked pretty good. Gold says uh he's too wide for a lightweight man. Looks like a tank. Okay, okay. Yeah. That makes sense, dude, because at five nine, um fighting at Walter, that means he walks around like geez, probably like hundred and ninety. You know, maybe even a little bigger than that. And at five nine, you're pretty, pretty stout dude. Uh Gold says I think he has to win, moves him to number eight. Nice. So he's he's officially top ten now. That's pretty awesome. That dude's a prospect, man. That's crazy. Like undefeated, and um, it'll be. It'll, I mean, definitely be more exciting if he had more finishes. But you know, still, he almost got uh, half his wins via um, stoppage. You know, in the UFC anyway. Um, uh, Hamza versus Brady. Someone's O has to go. Oh man. That might be good. That might be good. But Tail, don't they? I mean, isn't it like almost definitive? Um, it's going to be Hamza versus Burns. I'm not sure. <clears throat> this is really annoying me that I can't bring up this menu. Let me see if. Uh, let me see if I could bring this up. Because I want to be able to look up stuff on the live. Damn it. Okay, hold on, guys. Let me figure this out real quick. Uh, uh. Okay, that didn't work. Uh, uh. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to figure out this uh, bring up this screen on the live. I'm about to give up in a second. Just focus on the chats. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to give up for now. I can't get this crap to work. Anyway, anyway. <clears throat> so yeah, as far as Hobbs at versus uh, Gilbert Burns, let me see something. I thought it was like pretty much a done deal. Okay. Um. Uh, Gilbert Burns believes he'll fight Hamza. Okay, that was three days ago. And he's saying he predicts he's going to fight Hamza in 2022. That's disappointing. Um, I thought it was pretty much a done deal. So SB Nation, or actually Bloody Elbow, <clears throat> I guess they interviewed Gilbert Burns and he, he's, this is, he quoted, this is him quoted. He says, it will be hard for me to say no. Gilbert Burns conflicted over fighting Chimaev. 
It says Gilbert Burns isn't exactly expecting the UFC to offer him a fight with rising star Hamza Chemaev. But if that offer did come, he doesn't sound too sure of what he'd say. Oh, man, come on. I thought he was saying that he wants to fight everybody and anybody. Okay, so his reasoning is like, I guess his ranking. Gil, Gil says, I don't think I'll fight him while he's ranked at number 10. Um, I think I'll fight one more time. And after winning against the top five or top six welterweight, getting closer to the top five, I'd fight him. <clears throat> oh, he's saying he, he, he thinks he'll fight one more. Um, no problem at all. Top 10. Top 10, I wouldn't fight him, but that's me fighting against myself. Top, top 10 doesn't make sense, but I want to fight, so it's complicated. I've asked to fight Neil Magny many times, who's around number nine, and the UFC doesn't want to give me this fight because of the ranking situation, so they won't even offer me Hamzat because they just said that they wouldn't give me Neil Magny because of the rankings, but, but man, I want to fight so bad. Anyway, anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh man, that sucks. I thought, um, I thought Burns is going to fight Hamza for sure. Gold says fights I want is Islam versus Benil, Ferguson versus Hooker, Nate versus Luke. Damn dude, Islam versus Benil will be fire. Um, Ferg versus Hooker. That's a good fight. That's a good fight. And then Nate versus Luke. Uh, all respect to Nate, man. I, I think... I think Vicente Luque will mess up Nate Diaz right now. <clears throat> what do you guys think? Tell says, I think that they're going to give Hamza an easier fight. Mm. But, bro, like, I mean, he's been crushing dudes, right? And, um, I mean, what do you think? Like, fringe top 10? Give him, like, a fringe top 10. And then if he crushes that guy, you have to start talking about giving him, like, a top five because... I mean, look at the way he's winning. He's not even being touched. And that would be like, what, four or five fights in the UFC at that point? Like, you know, with all wins and just straight up crushing and dominating people. Uh, Gold says Jones versus Stipe. Jones versus Stipe would be fire, man. That's a, that's a great matchup. Um, I'm a little bit, Natale's in everyone. What's up, Natale? I'm talking a little bit low because the kids are sleeping and my girl's sleeping. I'm in the living room. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Jones versus Stipe is good. The only thing I'm concerned is that Stipe is um possibly slowly uh getting over the hill. You know? I think so. I think he's slowing down a little bit. <clears throat> uh Tail says I don't think Islam and Benio will fight unless it's for the belt. Both are managed by Ali. Ah, okay, okay. <clears throat> Natil says, I missed the fights. How were they? Bro, I, I didn't even catch them, man. The only one that I saw was um, Tay versus Vieira. And I felt like Tay got, Tay got beat up. You know, I know they were saying the scorecards were close, but mm, I mean, Vieira definitely got the better of the stand-up. She looked like she was more powerful. Um, she looked stronger. I just felt like Tate was like in semi-survival mode in a way. Um, her face was a mess. Her face was a mess. Kind of felt bad for her. 
those says, oh man, you got kids. I didn't know. No, 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 dude. Um, I don't have no kids. Um, I don't even think it's in the cards for me. Um, it's my nephew and niece. They're spending the night. We did kind of like the Christmas thing today. Um, no, no kids. My, my girl, no kids for her. And I don't, I don't think so, dude. I don't think we're going to do it. I got a furry kid, uh, a eight pound Morky. <laughs> That's my furry toddler. We're thinking about getting another dog, actually. Um, uh, either a, well, I, I got the green light to actually get a, a nice German Shepherd. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite dog, pretty much. Uh, we were also talking about a miniature Schnauzer. And um, my girlfriend likes Basenjis. <clears throat> Natil says, do you plan on having kids? No, man, I've never been against it, bro. Like, I've always been like 50-50 on it. You know, like if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then, you know, that's okay too. Um, Now that I'm getting a little bit older, like I definitely think about like fatherhood and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it's appealing to like raise a kid. And, um, you know, raise like a good human being and instill some, some great things and, and a child and, and have them, you know, grow to make, to just be a good person and make some kind of difference in the world and teach them from, you know, right and wrong and stuff and protect them. Like, yeah, it, it's enticing and stuff as I got, get older. But, um, if I leave this earth without having a kid, I don't, it's not going to be a regret. <clears throat> Regret's not the right word. It's just gonna be like, eh, you know, I don't know. Ghost says, "Hell, hell, kids are expensive, bro." Seriously, I think what we're just saying, like the the average cost of a kid when it's all said and done, is like a million dollars or something, <clears throat> or more than that. Freaking crazy. Um, let me see. Natil says I might have one or two. That's cool, man. That's pretty cool. So you got the 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 bug Natil to um have some children. That's cool, man. Gomez says pick up the ugliest ones. <laughs> no kids would take them, so they put them to sleep after two years. I think. <laughs> Natil says having a child is scary, though. That's why I might not get one. Yeah, man, bro, anytime you're responsible for something other than yourself, it's scary. You know, I'm not even going to lie. Um, having kids and, and man, it's such a big responsibility. And then uh, GOAT just brought up the money aspect. I mean, that that's a huge reason um, possibly not to have kids. And you're like, you're not going to have like as much free time for yourself. Like everything revolves revolves around your children. And it's like a really, really big sacrifice. But the crazy thing is like everybody that I hear that has a kid, they all say the same thing. They're like, oh, man, it changed my life, you know, whether it's male or female. And they're like, oh, it made me look at life through through a different lens. And, you know, I was screwing up and it instantly caused me to grow up. <clears throat> but it's funny because that doesn't happen to everybody. You got some straight up freaking deadbeats out there. So... Not everybody has that internal instinct to be a good parent. 
I just went on a total non-MMA rant. <laughs> but you guys know how we do on these lives. We just talk. So tonight we were we were watching um old school freaking 80s um I, I don't know if it's a holiday classic you would call it that but a uh, labyrinth it's with this um I mean some of you guys I'm sure know who David Bowie is but David Bowie was in the movie and um Jennifer Connelly Connelly when she was young and um it's a classic man I remember like when I was a kid watching labyrinth I actually went to a theater that's how old my ass is. And, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes you go back to like these old movies. Like I know you guys have them, you know, for me, it's like, uh, Goonies, um, a, a lot of movies, the back to the future movies, Indiana Jones, one through three. But, um, what, what's some, uh, childhood movies for you, for you guys? Like what's, you know, what are things you could watch that like take you back and you got like, you know, you, you, Soft, soft spot in your heart for Edno says I wouldn't mind sort of uh, a mixed grappling organization <clears throat> uh, let me see oh I guess that's referring to Hamza mauling Jack Hermanson yeah he pretty much um, pretty, <clears throat> pretty much dominated Ghost says, my comment was about the shelter dogs. It made no sense when you read it out of context. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, get more dogs. Get them from a shelter. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. Nah, bro, yeah, we've talked about that. Like, rescue dogs and shelter dogs, man. Definitely. I, I definitely think that's the way to go because, you know, you're, you're saving lives and stuff like that. I gotta, I'm a big softy for cats and dogs and, and animals in general. And, um, Freaking breaks my heart, man. Just to think about freaking animals being put down, you know, just because they're not homed, like freaking kills me. I've saved plenty of strays, man. I mean, I got stories, uh, putting myself in, in the hole, so to speak, you know, um, financially and, and other ways just to save a freaking stray animal. I've kept plenty. <laughs> Uh, Goat says, Ed Note, there's plenty of them. Oh, um, like what? Grappling and striking mixed? It's definitely interesting. Um, Cowboy Cerrone is supposed to grapple, uh, Ed, um, I call them Ed Jones, Craig Jones. That one's coming up in a, a mixed grappling match where like slaps are allowed, like open palm strikes. And, um, I think I think Craig Jones is gonna he's gonna murder Cerrone in grappling. He's just like he's another level. I mean, Greg Greg Jones is like legit, probably probably like top three in the world. You know, Gordon Ryan's up there. Craig Jones, um, just just another level grappler. I mean, if leg locks are allowed, he's probably gonna tap Cowboy out with a leg lock, a heel hook. And Till says, I love stuff like Sandlot. Oh, yeah, Sandlot. Uh, Home Alone. There you go, man. Fast and Furious. Halloween. Big Fam and the Scream Movies. There you go, man. All right, all right. <clears throat> I mean, I got so many old school ones. Um, Like Halloween 1 and 2. And then the new ones they came out with right now are pretty good. Um, The Jason movies. Uh, Freddy Krueger. Uh, like I said, big fan of Back to the Future. Uh, psh, Gremlins, 
And then I like I like a lot of those B movies like Critters. Um remember um Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I I love all those cheesy movies. Oh my god, one of my favorites, um Evil Dead 2. Bruce Campbell's the man. Um he plays Ash Williams in that series. Uh Evil Dead is awesome. Army of Darkness. Um, what else? Oh, Robocop. Oh my god. First Robocop is just like amazing predator. Aliens. Goat says, um, got a dog and a cat. Both shelter picked up the ugliest mixed dog and a cat with one eye. Love them. Oh man, that's awesome. I know if not me, no kids would pick them. Boom. Out to sleep next year due to meeting his calls for government. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. It breaks my heart, man. If I ever come into like a lot of money, I would love to, you know, own like a no kill shelter. If that's what you want to call it. I mean, maybe, maybe I have something else that's better than a, than a shelter. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. This is sad. <laughs> Ghost says, uh, bum fights. Bum fights are my childhood movies. Bro, I remember bum fights, uh, skateboard VHS stuff, CKY. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wasn't CKY the, the pre jackass, um, tapes? Nutella says new scream is coming out. Oh, oh, really? A new scream movie. Jeepers Creepers go hard. Oh, yeah, Jeepers Creepers. The hoes have eyes. Oh, yeah, the remake. The remake was pretty awesome. <clears throat> I thought that was well done. Terrence Crawford by 10th round early knockout. Oh, Terrence took him out. Wow. Man, dudes, the, the, I don't even know if I want to get into this too much, but, the oh, Ghostbusters. Hell yes. Natero, you got, man, you know what's up, dude. You know, all the good movies. Um, hell yeah, man. Ghostbusters for sure. I want to see the new one. Um, the 2016 one was trash with the, with the all female cast. I mean, that was just garbage. <laughs> you know, like no, nothing necessarily against females like that, you know, um, female casting, but like that was just garbage. That was gar- garbage. When they try to force the woke stuff too much, it's like, come on, stop, stop, stop forcing this stuff. All those movies do terrible <clears throat> for a reason. People are tired of it. Um, uh, until says, I think Crawford beats Spence, but yeah, with the new Ghostbusters, it looks good. It's, um, I think Ivan Reitman's son is involved with it. Either he produced it or directed it. So, um, Reitman, of course, is the original producer or director of Ghostbusters one and two. So, you know, expect the new one to have like that vibe. Um, Ghost says, you're a real dude, man. I say the same. If I won the lottery, I would um, give more than half to animals and sick kids and stuff. Rich people just buy more cars and boats and watches. Um, WTF. <clears throat> Thank you, bro. Um, yeah, go Same cage. Same page, man. Uh, I said same cage. MMA. Um, same page, bro. Like, you know, there's there's like really, really, really wealthy people out there. And you hear about some of their donation donations and you're like, what? It's like, dude, you're worth like $200 million and you donate $10,000 to the boys and girls club. Awesome. Good for you. Bravo. Not really sarcasm. <laughs> you know, like <clears throat> if I was like worth $200 million, I would like hook up so many people 
um, do so many freaking awesome good deeds. Like you said, like give away so much money. Like what's the difference between a hundred million and 200 million? Not much. <laughs> like your life is not going to change much. E- even if you stay with 50 million and you take most of that money and just effing feed the homeless and help veterans and do like real good with it. Um, but nobody does that. <clears throat> Most people just want to like hold on to their money and just keep collecting money and getting, you know, from 200,000 to 500, I mean, not 200,000, 200 million to 500 million, you know, net worth. And when does it stop? I mean, you don't take the crap with you when you die. <clears throat> the older I get, the more I understand is about um, helping people making a positive, you know, mark and difference in a world. Not to sound cheesy, but it really is. Like when you get older, like you kind of develop a mentality of um like kind of I don't know, like putting like living for other people. That's a great way to say it. Like instead of living for you when you're younger, you learn how to like live for other people. And it's like really fulfilling. I'm not going to say I'm a saint and do that all the time, but I try. <clears throat> Natil says, man, I would hate to be a millionaire just to look at Kim Kardashian. I don't believe she's happy. Nah, man. <clears throat> That's the thing. Like, you hear that so many times. Um, like, um, people that are not happy to begin with, and there's something going on inside of them. Like, they're not fulfilled. They're not balanced. And then, let's say, it's not even money. Like, let, let's say they want to be the the world boxing champion and they work so hard to achieve this goal and they think they're going to be happy once they become the world champ and then they become world champ and they're just as miserable. You know, that happens all the time to people They're and they're like so confused. They're like, Oh, I made it. I made it. I'm here. Why am I not happy? Um, because your happiness was never linked to this outside thing that you were chasing to begin with. It was it's something inside of you like that you got to figure out. And it's the same thing with money. And I'm I'm not trying to be like super preachy. I'm going to shut up. But um, these are just my thoughts about life. It It's like the same thing with money. Like, you know, you're starting from like an unhappy, unbalanced base. And then you get a bunch of money. You think that's going to change your life. And it improves your life. You know, they say money don't buy happiness. It doesn't buy happiness, but it helps. <laughs> you know? It's kind of cool to be able to get into a jet and go to Europe whenever you want and go to Italy and have some coffee with, uh, what do they eat over there? What is some uh, tiramisu? You know what I mean? Then hop back on a jet, go to Brazil, you know, balling in a sprinter, like with a freaking 60 inch TV in the back of a vehicle. Like, you can't tell me you're not going to be a little bit happier, but. Anyway, anyway, rant, rant. Uh, Natale says, uh, Chris, Chris and Ghost, uh, Chris and Ghost, oh, Chris and Ghostbusters made me so mad. So did the girl with the short hair. Oh, really, bro? Why? Because Chris is basically, I don't even want to say it. (laughs) I don't even want to get into it. Oh, my God. Selling out, selling out in that movie, man. Making guys look like buffoons.
uh, Ghost says I'm set for life and, and, and oh, I don't have to work anytime <clears throat> and hell, it would eat me up inside if I, if it, if I didn't do all charity, I did and just sit at home showing off, um, shit to people at Instagram. I don't have. Yeah, man, that, that's another funny thing, bro. Like, <clears throat> How about those people that are not even like really balling like that? Like you're pretty much like, um, uh, you know, like a blue collar, like, you know what I mean? Or like middle class, even if you're upper middle class, right? And then like people be like flaunting, like, oh, look at my TV. Look at, look at my Lex that I'm driving. Look at this. But it's like, it's like, so what? I mean, there's always somebody that, that has like three times what you have. <laughs> You know, there's always like real ballers out there and like, like to me, nothing screams brokenness than when a person is fanning, you know, uh, a bunch of twenties in a, in a freaking Facebook picture, like, or, or flossing some crappy chain or being like, like, you know, super flashy like that. I mean, you know, people with real money like that. I don't think they, I don't think they flaunt like that. Social, social, genera- uh, social media generation, freaking cancer, man. What's up with cancer, bro? Don't tell me you're sick, man. Natero, the worst movie I think I saw is Fantastic Four. I saw it at the theater one hour in and nothing happened. Oh, yeah, those are bad. The, the, the Fox Marvel movies are just atrocious. <laughs> they were pretty bad, but they're going to bring in, um, Fantastic Four in the MCU. That's pretty cool. They're trying to set it up with Eternals. Um, they're going to bring in Galactus. And, you know, like for you comic guys, you know, Galactus is tied to the Fantastic Four. So, so is Silver, Silver Surfer. And uh, one of my favorite villains is Doctor Doom. You know, um, Punisher is probably my favorite um, Marvel hero. And uh, Doctor Doom might be my favorite villain. Doctor Doom is boss. Just a boss. They they need to cast somebody really dope for the M- MCU. He's such an iconic character. Gold says, yeah, man, I learned to appreciate shit when I was homeless. Punk once. Oh, man, I got, I got, uh, I don't forget the struggle. Don't forget the streets tattoo. Remember. Wow, dude. Yeah, man. You see, like, <clears throat> that's the thing to go. Like when you go through some struggles, man, or hardships. Um, it definitely teach you, teaches you to appreciate, like, I'm grateful for like the bad times of my life too. Um, went through like some rough stuff growing up. Um, I, I mean, a lot of different things, you know, uh, di- <laughs> many facets of rough, uh, in different ways. And I honestly, I wouldn't change it because it makes me more empathetic to people and more sympathetic, I understand where people's coming, where people are coming from. I can read them really well. I usually give pretty, pretty good advice because I kind of been there and, um, made me definitely super humble. Um, yeah, man. Gold says Punisher is the best. Punisher is the shit. Gambit's my favorite Marvel character, Harvey. Gambit's pretty badass. I would like to see Gambit back. In the new MCU, they got to recast Wolverine. That's he was excited for Moon Knight. I think he is like crazy. He has multiple personalities according to the comics. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's a former Marine, I think. And um, oh yeah, and the the actor playing him is awesome. Uh, Oscar Isaac. 
the first time I really realized how good Oscar Isaac was, it was in that that um, AI movie Ex Machina. If you guys haven't seen it, it's interesting. It's a cool, like, I think it's like an indie movie. It's a little bit lower budget, but it was really well done. Ex Machina. It's about a guy. He's like a brilliant um, <clears throat> artificial intelligence scientist, whatever you want to call him. And there's something called the Turing test. And it, it's something that it, it exists right now. And it's like, it's to, it's like a test to see if, you know, you can tell if you're interacting with an artificial intelligence, like whether like chats or like a bot or something. And, um, you know, they put these, these creations through this Turing test to interact with people. And, uh, basically ex machina, you know, without ruin ruining it, he makes an artificial being and it's a female. Um, and then they have this, this guy come in and he's a part of like this Turing test and he has to spend a certain amount of time in his lab, this like hidden lab in the woods and stuff like that, um, remote, remote section, uh, studying this thing. And I recommend it. Ex Machina is pretty good. Uh, let me see. Goat says Punisher could just headshot all superheroes from a roof somewhere. I know, right? That's the cool thing about Punisher. Uh, Goat says, man, I watched Eternals. It sucked. They dropped the ball, dude. They dropped the ball. I had a lot of potential, but <clears throat> they definitely dropped the ball. I hope the second one is better. I thought Angelina Jolie was pretty badass, though. She was pretty good. Pretty cool as uh, Athena, I think was her name. Um, excuse me. Natil says, excited for Morbius as well. The trailer look, looks lit. Uh, yeah, Morbius, man. Um, truthfully, uh, like, I'd be kind of hating on Jared Leto. I think he's like overrated, but, um, some of the stuff he does is pretty good. And, Typically, I feel like, I don't know, the Sony Marvel films are like, eh. You know, I really like Venom. Like, I love Tom Hardy to death. That's my dude. But um, Morbius, I was like, eh, when I saw it was announced. And, but I'm not going to lie. Looking at the trailer, it looked pretty cool. It looked pretty cool. They they have to keep, like, a darker vibe with that, with that movie because that's a darker character. Same with Blade. You know what I mean? Like, Ghost Rider. Um, excuse me, Harvey says, what's your favorite video game if you played them? I mean, right now, bro, present day, I play like the Call of Duty movies. I stopped like, I got like the older ones, you know, nothing like really up to date. Um, I like GTA, uh, roaming around in GTA, wrecking shop. Um, back in the day, uh, we're talking way back, uh, for the PlayStation, I used to love Twisted Metal. Oh my god, I was like so I used to love Twisted Metal to death. I was like unbeatable in that damn game. And the second one, the World Tour one, Mortal Kombat. One Mortal Kombat 1 through 3 was the jam. And then when it came out with like Mortal Kombat X, what? Awesome. Um what else I like? I used to rock the Tekken. <clears throat> Let me think. Let me think. 
Gears of War was pretty dope when I first came out. Halo, of course. Um, pretty groundbreaking with the multiplayer. Uh, let me think. And you know, like I like, I like. Sometimes I go back to the classics, like Super Mario World and stuff like that. <sighs> that till says top three favorite Wolverine, Daredevil, and Deadpool. Daredevil's badass. Yeah, Deadpool's cool. Uh, Goat says, dude, if you like retro games, I can shout you how to build a legit arcade machine for dirt cheap. Takes one day and some tools best for Sega and NES games. Oh, shit, dude. Bro, you know what I got? Um, I got like hard drives and a couple of laptops, like what? Emulators. And um, yeah, man, I got like a crap load of uh, NES, Genesis. Super Nintendo. Um, I got some arcade games too from like, it's called Meme Emulator. There's some games I still want to find, but I play like those. Remember the old X-Men arcade games? It was like a four player. I play that. Ninja Turtles, the four player. They had a G.I. Joe game that was fun. Dude, man, like, uh, like... My personality, when I get into something, I get into something so, so freaking, like, so deep, like, just super invested, you know? I don't know if it's, like, an addictive personality, but I get crazy. And, like, if I dive down the video game rabbit hole, forget it. It's over. Uh, let me see. Oh, God of War. See, that's my regret. I never got into God of War. Like, I own one of them. Forgot which title, but uh, they're they're pretty cool. Oh, Crash Bandicoot! I remember Crash Bandicoot. Natil says, "I want you to get into anime so bad." Slam! I hope you watch Hunter X Hunter one day. I know, man. Like Natil, you've recommended it to me and a couple of other guys on the channel, and I I just haven't sat down and checked it out yet. But once I do, like we'll get on here and and talk about it and stuff like that. Um. One of my favorite old school ones is a uh, Devil Man. I, I brought it up to you guys. Like I used to love Devil Man. They had a long series with that, and then the movies. <clears throat> the first cartoon movie was badass, uh, super gory and. But guys, um, been on this one for an hour. That's kind of like the usual with the lives. Uh, sometimes we went real, real long. We went like I think almost three hours. But lately, I've been keeping them to like an hour or so. So, uh, it's getting kind of late. I got to wake up early. The kids are here. So, um, I will catch, catch up with you guys on the next one. You guys have a good night. Good day. Um, as always, I sound like a broken record, but thank you guys so much for the support. You know, you guys are the best and, um, yeah, I get up with you guys later. All right. Take care guys.